Welcome to episode four of Unqualified. We're your hosts, Anna and Caroline. And today we're going to be answering some more of your questions as usual. It's just us today. Just us. Chris is not here, but hopefully maybe we'll have a guest next week. Yes, we asked someone who we think would be an incredible guest and they said yes, but you know, schedules and stuff. We've had a busy week. I don't know about you. It's been cray. We've had fun, but we've definitely been crazy busy all week, and I am exhausted right now, but so you're going to get, like, a tired wave of just... I'm on my four-day weekend grind, so I'm good. Listen, I know. (laughs) I'm so jealous. Uh, But I guess we can just get into it. I like the questions we have for today. I'm excited. Thoughts on private schools is our first question. Very close to the heart, this one. Yes. I went to private Catholic school. I did as well. You went to middle school, though. I went from preschool to seventh grade. Okay. So where'd you go in eighth grade? Oh, you moved. Yeah. I moved to New Jersey. Yeah. I think that depends on the school. I think that private school for me was a good option. I mean, obviously, if you can afford it and that's... based on where you live, a good option for you. I went to public high school. I went to public school until after ninth grade. I went to public high school, and then I decided to transfer because the environment at my public high school was not a positive one for me, Mm -hmm. and I had already more established friendships and more of a life that would be more advantageous for my learning style at uh, the Catholic private school so I made the decision to transfer and there's a lot of positives I think that for me um, I like a more individualized style so having smaller classrooms and there were it wasn't as clicky as the public school like there wasn't the your typical like popular crowd I mean there were there were like athletes and everything but there wasn't really a ton of bullying and it just was a lot more um, of a everybody's just doing their own thing and nobody cares environment. That's good. Which I like. There was definitely like a hierarchy at my Catholic school in California, but it was mostly with the parents. Yeah. Which was funny to observe. Um, but overall, I had like a really great private Catholic school mm-hmm. experience. Um, I really only have good things to say about my old school in California. I'd send my kids there. Yeah, I probably wouldn't to mine. Not because I genuinely think I had a... High school just wasn't for me in general. I just think that um, I don't think an education backed by any sort of viewpoint is good. Mm. And I think that it was a Catholic school and, you know, I... For me, there were some things that I think we learned at that school that I don't think was good. You know, kind of old school views mm-hmm. in term, and how, you know, the expectations in terms of dress were different for men and women. And I just, I'm not sure that that was best for, I mean, for me it was okay, but I can't imagine someone who is LGBT or or a person of color in the school environment that I was in having a positive experience. I didn't have the same experience. We had disabled kids. We had 
people of color, all different races. Mm-hmm. Want a girl I went to Catholic school with, she's trans now, so. Yeah. And, and the Catholic school was a-okay with it? Yeah. <laughs> we weren't allowed, uh, there was a girl in my senior year, she wanted to bring her girlfriend to prom, and like, she just couldn't. She was told, you can't. That sounds like the plot of prom. It is, but like, <laughs> that, but like, instead of there being like a big riot, everybody was like, all right. Like, it, there, we had no organizations in place. I mean, there's some crazy stories I could say of stuff that went down that I think was personally very negative. Um, but I, I'm not knocking my high school. I think that their diocese and the organization around it had a lot to do with why there were a lot of rules and regulations in place that were really outdated. Um, but in terms of learning style, and the environment I was in and the people I was surrounded with, I did not have a truly negative experience. But I don't think everyone had the same experience or had the opportunity to have the same experience I did. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a very religious person. I'd mm-hmm. say I'm more spiritual than religious. Yeah. Um, but I still think, like, if you find the right Catholic school that fits your vibe and, like, how religious you want to be or want your kids to be brought up as, like, it, it just, it depends. I, I think that's probably my biggest problem with it is, is the religious aspect just because it's a point of view. You're not really exposed to any. We had classes called religion, and spoiler alert, it focused mainly on one religion. <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of different perspectives that I think people should be exposed to growing up. And I think that some things that we learned about almost were alienating. Mm. And that wasn't great as well. So I don't know. Whatever suits you best. And if you yourself are a free-thinking person who, you know, that aspect of it doesn't bother you and it's a better environment for you I mean private school might be the best option yeah yeah no hate no hate um favorite drinking game (laughs) that's more of a fun question um I like truth or drink and the reason I say that is because you learn a a lot about people very quickly when you play that game I I will if I play that game with, like, a b- bunch of people I don't know before, I will get to know them not only just incredibly fast, but, like, very earnestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you're drinking, you tend to have inhibitions and the tendency to answer questions that you normally wouldn't. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. I also played this game once at a party called... Um, we're, we're not just strangers or some game, but it was the same kind of general I vibe, yeah. except they were like deep questions, which was a lot of fun. I'm always a fan of King's Cup. <sighs> King's Cup. <laughs> That's the one with the... the yeah, no, 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 I know. I yeah. just... That, yeah. Just making sure I got the right one. That That's fun. I like that one. Uh, what else? What else? Cards Against Humanity is always fun. Yeah, you can add a drinking element into Cards Against Humanity. If, oh, no, it's fun. We, 
if you're with people you know very well, this is a lot of fun and there's not many people. Uh, I've played Pong and then had little paper underneath the cups with like truth or dare questions. Oh. And when the other team gets it That's in, That's like that they have YouTube to do a series game. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a... I thought we made it up. I no, we there's really like a game <laughs> pack that you can buy and it's basically that. Oh, yeah, it's that that was a lot of fun when we did that. Have you ever played Stack Cup? Oh, yeah. That's intense. That's, it's fun. It's very intense. Yeah. I like there's it. a lot of really fun ones. Yeah. I, there's different games that you play, small group and then more or, Yeah, but don't play those now cuz COVID, but yeah. Yeah. We miss it. I miss going to Going out on the town. Yeah, you know me. I don't know if I necessarily miss going out on the town. I don't like getting dressed up and stuff. I love getting dressed up. Getting dressed up is my favorite part of going out. Honestly, I would have been fine with prom if it was just the beginning part where I got to feel like a princess. The dance itself was just a school dance. I I wore sweatpants out last year. Like, oh God, no. (laughs) No. There were other people wearing sweatpants too. It was very comfy. Highly recommend. Couldn't be me. Um, I'm questioning my sexuality. What should I do? You don't have to make a definition for yourself. I think there's a lot of, you know, pressure sometimes. Especially, like, a few years ago to do, like, really, like, intense labels Mm -hmm. and, um... Just... Or micro-labeling, like, really specific. I am aromantic with this like especially when we're young we don't know what we want yeah i think who you're interested now in now i mean i'm straight personally but yeah i mean there's always you never know about Mm -hmm. who you're gonna fall in love with or any experience like that so i don't think there's any need what should you do i think you should just ride the wave i think you should just be yourself yeah and and don't put I feel like we've said this a lot in the podcast but don't put a time frame on it you know yeah especially if you're young like I mean we're in our early 20s everything is fluid mm-hmm. everything and we're still I mean our brains aren't even done developing yet so we're all just trying to figure things out and whoever you like to hang out with and have feelings for great you Congrats. do you man <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Um, sexuality is so fluid now, and there's so much more acceptance in this world, which has been so great. So um, take your time, and if you like, don't even think about coming out right now. If you're just questioning, there's no need unless you want to do that. Yeah, but you can also just like keep it to yourself, experiment, do whatever you do want, whatever you want, and love whoever you want because love is love, man. I hate you so much. (laughs) She's right, but she's annoying. (laughs) Honestly, that's my entire brand. Which uh, brings me to the next question. What's your vibe? What does that even mean? I don't know. I thought about this the other day, and I thought about this because I thought it was funny. Uh, Overworked personal assistant, I believe, is my vibe. I'm just always frazzled. And trying to figure out where I need to go next. What's my vibe? I feel like you could give my vibe better than I could. I don't know. She's going to be mean about it. I can't be mean about it. 
Be honest. I don't know. What guy are you dating at the time? Huh? I feel like, 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 different... You go through phases, like, kind of, like, who you're interested in dating is also kind of the vibe. I, I learned... I saw this in Parks and Rec, and it reminded me of you. Like, the person you're seeing... Like being reflected in yourself on like what you're wearing and how you're dressing at the time. I wear this. What I'm wearing now, I wear every week. No, but like, yeah, I know now. But like when I first met you, this wasn't what you wore all the time. You had a different style. I feel like it's changed. But that's also just a part of life, you know. Yeah. But there was this episode of Parks and Rec where Anne was going through her stuff. And she was like, I got really into exercise when I was dating Travis. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this Anna? <laughs> oh. Um, well, that's not a bad thing. I think people we... I like to immerse myself in... The people you're expending time with. Yeah, in their interests and, and such. activities. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Um, right now, it's like skater casual. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Um, I love my boyfriend, but our relationship is getting stale. What should I do to spice it up? I'm not going to answer, like, a sex answer, because I feel like if your relationship is stale, that's not really the reason. I think it's more, are you having new experiences with each other? Or is the relationship not going anywhere? I think that's when it gets stale, is when you're dating someone and you don't see a future with the person or going anywhere. Yeah, I also think you have to find the balance between friends and relationships. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I think way too often, especially people I know, they, they get into relationships and that becomes like their entire personality is that one other person. And one other person cannot be the source of all your happiness. Yeah. You need to, like, have a life and friends and hang out with other people that's not... Because you will get sick of each other. Yeah. And I think it's fine to, like, immerse yourself and your partner to immerse themselves in, like, each other's friend groups. Yeah. I think that's fun. I think that's a good way to spend time with each other and meet new people and have fun. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But also, like, take time to get to know... Your partner's friends as well like you know they are judging you i'm gonna be completely honest <laughs> they are so you know getting to know them not judging you necessarily not judging just you, like but they care about their friends yeah to make sure that they're dating the right people yeah like, exactly that's how it is um but get to know the people that they spend time with because those people should also be important to them and you're learning what they're important so i think Make sure you're still having new experiences together. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've been together for a long time, maybe it's time to move in together. Are you guys both ready for that? That's a new experience. Or go on vacation together. Go on vacation. Not, not now. But, you know. But if you can safely. afford it or can, maybe go on vacation. Maybe start a new hobby together. Yeah. You should be always learning new things about the other person. Hmm. So, yeah. Very insightful. Very insightful. Um, okay. Where do you want to live after college? I know where you want to live. There's a difference between where I want to live and where I think I will end up. I obviously want to live in California. It's part of my whole identity is (laughs) the fact that I lived in California. I'm literally writing an essay about this right now for personal essay. But, um, 
yeah, I want to live in LA. It's my favorite place in the world. Eh, besides Hawaii, I love Hawaii. But, um, and it's just like the hub of entertainment in Hollywood. It's a fun place to be, but knowing where I am now and the kind of career I want, I think I will end up in New York after college. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily love New York. It's too much of a big city for me. Like, L.A., there's the suburbs that you can easily get to. And same with New York, but New York is just so busy and fast-paced. It's just not me. Mm -hmm. Um, I do love Boston, though. I don't know if I'd live there, but I do like the city of Boston because it's it's more laid-back, you know? Yeah, I do know. Yeah. Um, I'm the opposite. I think there's a good chance I might end up in L.A., but ideally, I would like to be in New York. I love that New York's fast pace, and everybody has somewhere to be. And I like that East Coast cities in general. I'm not saying I like mean people. I like really honest people. And I think that I, I love brutal honesty. If someone's like, hey, listen, and tells me something that I don't want to hear, but they're telling me because they care about me. Like, I love that. That's just, like, so my speed of communication. So I think that there's that essence in New York where it's, like, a lot of, like, not aggression, but just honesty and bluntness, and that's how people operate. And there's not a lot of fakeness where L.A., at least people I know who live there, they were like, yeah, it's fake. Everybody's BSing each other to their faces. And it's very, it's a lot more superficial, I think, than New York. And I'm not sure I would do well in that kind of environment. But I think it's also just the people you surround yourself with. Of course. Of course it's that as well. But, you know, when you're, we're both in the television industry. Yeah. There probably is a lot of fake, there's a lot of fakeness in the television industry. Mm -hmm. So... I think that that's my fear with L.A. However, I don't like being cold in general. The weather in L.A. is amazing. I don't like being cold. My feet get blue when I'm cold. <laughs> Literally. They do. We had to, we had to shove them under um, cold hot water the other day because I needed to de-thaw them. It was awkward. Anyway, <laughs> I don't like being cold, and I think I would totally jive with the weather out there I think the you'd like... I mean, it's not really great for the career you want but I think you'd like San Francisco I probably would I probably I my favorite place I've ever been in the entire world is Florence Italy Mm. I would love to be overseas that would be amazing if I could do television in like a different or in England or something like that just to have new experiences and meet new people and different cultures. I mean, I don't speak the language. I mean, I speak English in England, but I don't speak the language of a different country. Yeah. I'm, like, so game with being super mobile when I graduate. Like, if they're like, hey, I want to send you to Helsinki for a year, I'd be like... Where is that? That's in Finland. But <laughs> so I'd be like, let's... I'm about to become Finnish. <laughs> I'm kind of the opposite because I want to... I'm more attached to my family well that's not true mom and dad i'm very attached to you i love you very much you're just more of a homebody i'm more of a homebody so i want to be near either near my parents or in the position where i can like hop on a plane 
and go back home for a couple days, you know? I mean, you can do that anywhere. If, Not if you're overseas. If you hop on a plane. I mean, if you think about it, if you're flying from, I mean, it's like seven hours versus five. If you're in California. Eh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I loved being in Europe, so I could totally see myself hanging out there as long as possible. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. What's it like being in love? Oof. I don't know. <laughs> Honest answer. Hmm. Couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. I think I've cared about people. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Yeah. Well, well, not that I don't know. I don't know if I have been. So I've cared, like I was about to say, I cared about people extremely deeply. Mm-hmm. And I definitely loved individuals, like, really love them. Mm-hmm. In love is a complicated emotion. So I'm open to it, but it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I've been really attached to people, and I've lost them, and that yeah. really hurts. Um, Never fun. I think that that's a tough answer for us right now, especially to people who haven't been in a long-term relationship. So we'll get back to you on that. In 50 years, when we are <laughs> married to each other. <laughs> Honestly? Just kidding. Um, okay. Eat the richer capitalism. What a complicated question. What a simplified way to ask about economics. This is... I mean, eat the rich is an interesting way to phrase what I think it's trying to phrase. Yeah. Capitalism is a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so is every other economic system that's in practice in the entire world. Yeah, nothing works. No economic system in the world is perfect and works. And if we're trying to model ourselves after any country, we shouldn't because none of them work. But I think elements of different economic systems is good. And yeah. Yeah, I think socialism being incorporating some aspects of socialism into the United States capitalist system is a very positive thing. I'm not for communism. Usually doesn't work. Um, yeah. I don't think a dictatorship would also be great, and neither is totalitarianism. No. I don't I... think we should have a French Revolution. I think class warfare is glamorized a lot. I hope we don't have a French Revolution. That wouldn't be great. Yeah. It's complicated. Very complicated. And we don't have the answer. We are not qualified aha, aha, to give an answer to that question. Oh, God. Um, do you think women are better than men? And should men be paid less than women? Well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> wow. Because, yes. <laughs> but I'm kidding. I think we should be paid equal. Well, yeah. I'm just, well, well. I don't think women are better than men. But I also don't think, that think men are that great. Are that great either. I think we're all very flawed humans, and I'm a feminist, and I believe that women should have the same rights as men. 
In all aspects. Yeah. In everything. Break the glass ceiling, ladies. Ay. Ay. We live in a patriarchal society, which elevates men. I thought you were going to say our roof isn't glass in our house. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> you, know, you always know exactly what I'm thinking. That's what I love about our relationship. It's called telepathy. It's called, yes. Um, we're doing a terrible job answering these questions today, but that's okay. Um, and then we're going to get to the last question. This is a continuation from whatever the mess was last week in terms of our last question that I ended the podcast and saying, the podcast is over, mom and dad. Um, then we answered a question. And this is a that follow question. follow-up, kind of. So... The podcast is over, Mom and Dad. Thank you for listening and supporting me in my artistic endeavors. I love you both very much, no matter what Anna says. What? (laughs) What does that mean? The next question is, you guys told me not to shave my vagina. And my boyfriend suggested we go on a break. (laughs) I love him. I don't mean to laugh. This is fake. This is like, can't be real. Like, there's no way this is real. We are not the cause of this. I love him, and he shaved for me first. But I feel like I messed up. No. How do I get him back? We've been together for seven years. All right. First of all, we didn't tell you not to shave. We told you not to shave if you don't want to, which I stand by that statement completely. I don't think any boyfriend should be asking their girlfriend to shave their vagina for them. That's weird. He shaved for me first. Well, why were you asking him to sh- What? Anyway, they, and he suggested he went on a break because of that. Well, that means that that's not the problem in your relationship. That's not why. There is something wrong with him. No, I'm just saying that I if someone is ending a seven-year relationship... Yes, there is something wrong with him. But yeah. if someone's ending a seven-year relationship because you're not shaving your vagina, that's not the real reason he's, he's ending the relationship. That's not something that breaks up a seven-year relationship. At all. It means you have underlying problems in your relationship that you don't talk about. And he used this as his reason, quote unquote, to break up with you because he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you and he didn't have another reason to give you. That's why you guys broke up. Not because of the vagina thing. In addition, (laughs) don't ever do... What do you mean? Like, don't ever do something that you're not comfortable with for a partner. Because if they're your partner and they love and care about you, they respect your boundaries and your wishes, especially when it comes to stuff that involves your body. Body, exactly. So I'm sorry that happened. If it is You shouldn't get them back. How do I get them back? You shouldn't, because- You should move on and live your best fucking life. Sorry, language. We can say that, fuck. Your best life. Fuck. And make him jealous through how great you're doing. Also do great for you as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just that's, that's once again us doing things for men. And we don't do things for men anymore. Anymore. No siree. Is it still Women's History Month? March? Yes. It's Women's History Month. I was laughing so hard the other day. I produce a show on ICTV. And... Uh, a bunch of girls were carrying a set and one guy was just not carrying a set. He was just walking around. You know who it is. And I just, well, during Women's History Month. That's not right. And yeah. Anyway, don't 
don't try to get him back because if he broke up with you because of that, that means that there's underlying problems that he's not willing to discuss in the relationship and you don't need to deal with someone who is immature and not man enough to discuss his problems with the relationship with you before they become a problem. So it's going to be a tough road. It's a seven year relationship, but girl, you are back on the and on the market. Oh my God. Where am I from? Back on the market. No, that's not what I sound like. You are back on the market. So go on Tinder, meet new people, be safe, wait before you date anyone else for a little while and figure out who you are on your own because you figured out who you are with someone else for seven years. And that is a long time to be with someone. So figure out who you are alone, find new hobbies, make new friends that aren't his friends, and good luck. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all I have to say about that. Anna? You said it perfectly. (laughs) This was a lot of fun. I know this was kind of a chaotic episode and kind of very short and laid back and kind of stream of consciousness. We will be more organized next week. It's just been crazy. And we're also trying to learn how best to do this podcast ourselves. Also, please submit more questions. Yeah, and and make them serious. Like, we get, again, like I said, we get a bunch of ridiculous questions. And those aren't always fun. Um, But, like, they can literally be about anything. Anything. And maybe specific situations would be fun, too. Yeah. Kind of delve into that. Let's unpack all of that. Let's just tell our whole lives to I want to hear the from the beginning to the end what your greatest fear is and why it is your fear. Is this just like an impromptu thing? I just made that up right now. You're asking me that? No. No, 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 no. I'm talking about my audience. Oh, okay. Just like an example. I thought you were asking me to answer that right now. Ooh, that would be fun. That would be a fun episode. What if we did an episode where we asked each other questions. <gasps> That'd be fun. Ooh, special edition. And you guys can give us ideas on what to ask each other. Ooh, yeah. You can, if you're listening to this podcast, you can link those questions as well in the question box. Uh, it's in both of our bios on Instagram or any other social media. I'm Caroline, and I am young 27 on everything. My Instagram is at Anna, A-N-A. Tress, T-R-E-S-S. Sorry, I kind of stuttered there. Yes, so uh, ask those questions, and thanks for listening.